0: If you're a Christian coach, speaker, or influencer, this is the right place. You're listening to the Keep Writing Podcast, a resource for biblical encouragement, spirit-led wisdom, and practical ideas as you answer God's calling to increase your authority by becoming an author. I'm Nika Maples and I can help you write your next book so that you can take your business to the next level while advancing the kingdom and transforming people in Jesus name. This is episode 131. Enter the discomfort zone. Today's episode is a peek inside a coaching call from my exclusive coaching membership, Anointed Writers. If you're wondering why things aren't changing for you and why you're not making progress on your book, it may be because you have yet to enter your discomfort zone. Today we're going to talk about life beyond the discomfort zone because there are really three zones that concern us our comfort zone, our discomfort zone, and our terror zone. I've chosen this picture of a target to help us be really clear about the difference between the three. Here's the thing. I can tell you some details about each of these three zones. If you have something to write with, you're going to want to write this down this will be helpful. You will also, of course, you will always get the replay in the members area. Today's recording will be in the members area. Also, the replay of the audio will be in the private podcast. If you have not been accessing your private podcast, email me. I'll make sure you get on the list. Now, the comfort zone. The comfort zone is Doing what you've always done. That's the first attribute of the comfort zone. It's doing what you've always done. Not a problem, but you know by now, if you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always gotten. Not a problem if that's what you want. But if you want something different, you can't stay in the comfort zone because the comfort zone, the first attribute is it's doing what you've always done. So, In the comfort zone, you are ensconced. You are hidden. That's fine. That's fine. However, you won't sell any books if you're hidden because the books that are sold are not hidden and neither are their authors. So the comfort zone is not where you want to stay. The third attribute of the comfort zone is expected outcomes. When you're in the when you are in the comfort zone, you know exactly what to expect. Of course, lots of people want to stay there; it's not a problem. You want to stay in the comfort zone; you know what to expect. We like that. When we are having a party at our house, we invite the people we think will say yes. Right, comfort zone. We want we want to know the outcome. We know about who will come. We don't want any craziness. We don't want any fights going on if we invite people over. So we're going to stay in our comfort zone to invite the people that we know will get along. A lot of times the comfort zone is great because we're, we're protected. We're ensconced. We know the outcomes and we're doing what we've always done. Guess what about doing what we've always done? You get good at what you're doing. If you're doing what you've always done, no wonder you want to stay in the comfort zone And by you, I mean we. No wonder we want to stay in the comfort zone because we're good at it. This is what we know how to do. But it's yellow in this target here because that's not where the growth happens. No growth will happen in the comfort zone. Do you understand? No growth will happen in the comfort zone. That's the fourth characteristic of the comfort zone. No growth. That's fine in a lot of aspects. The comfort zone is not bad, but there's no growth. So let's talk about the discomfort zone. The four attributes of the discomfort zone is: it's not doing what we've always done, it's doing something different. The first attribute: doing something different. The second attribute, you're exposed. no longer ensconced you're exposed and the third attribute unexpected outcomes you don't know what's going to happen in the discomfort zone and the fourth attribute of this discomfort zone massive growth not just growth but massive growth okay so let's go over this again the discomfort zone it's it's doing something different Well, of course, we don't want to go to the discomfort zone. Doing something different, we may not do it well. If we've never done it before, we want to come back to the comfort zone where we've done something. We do it all the time. This is what we've always done. We've practiced it, practiced it, practiced it. We're good at it. No. Doing something different? uh, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I'm going to be good at it. Which leads you to the second attribute, feeling exposed. You definitely feel exposed if you don't know how to do something. You definitely feel exposed. You feel like other people are watching you, and they are in the discomfort zone. People are watching. You're not hidden. It's public in some way. Whether it's public in a big way or a small way, it's public. And then it's unexpected outcomes. Ah. So many times we'd like, we think to ourselves, okay, well, I would try something new as long as I had an expected outcome. Like if I knew it would work, I would try something new. If I knew I wouldn't mess up, I would do it. But you can't have that in the discomfort zone. It one of the attributes of the discomfort zone is unexpected outcomes. But when you put doing something new, being exposed and unexpected outcomes. All in the same place, what you get is massive growth. Massive growth. That's why it's the red area on my target on this picture. Because it's massive growth, you will become better in everything you're trying in the discomfort zone. But because the outcomes are unexpected, you may fail a number of times before you become better at what you're trying. So the temptation in the discomfort zone is let's get out of there because it doesn't feel good to us. It's like, let me get out of here. If it, it, something is not right, we we forget. We forget that this is where massive growth happens. Now, let's, let's go to a zone that few people ever talk about, and that's the terror zone. You know what I should call it? I should call it the danger zone. Instead of terror, I'm like in danger zone. I'm hearing the theme to Top Gun in my head right now. If I had time here, I need to move forward, but I would adjust my little PowerPoint slide here. The danger zone, okay, is the outside of the target. Here are the attributes of the danger zone. It's doing something It's not doing what you've always done. It's not doing something different. It's doing something dangerous. Number two attribute, it's not it's not being hidden. It's, it's not being exposed. It's being unprotected. Unprotected. The third attribute of the danger zone is it's not expected outcomes that are in the comfort zone. It's not the unexpected outcomes. That are in the discomfort zone, it's unlikely success is in the danger zone. Unlikely success. And then what kind of growth happens here? Very little growth. Very little growth. So, in the comfort zone, there's no growth. In the the discomfort zone, there's massive growth. And in the danger zone, very little growth. So, it's not worth it. It's not worth it to do something dangerous, to be unprotected, to have unlikely success and very little growth, it's not worth it. So it's blue in my target because you don't want to go here. By the same token that you do not want to stay in the comfort zone, you also do not want to go to the danger zone. The sweet spot is the discomfort zone. So let me give you some examples. Okay. This is from my life. Okay. When I started my career after I graduated from college with a bachelor's degree in journalism. My very first real job was as a an assistant, an office assistant to the school counselor in a junior high school. I organized files and I shredded files. That was the whole thing I did as the counselor's assistant. So, at Hillwood Middle School when I was the counselor's assistant, the comfort zone for me was The back of the office where no one could see me, and I was just running the shredder all day. That was my comfort zone. I knew what I was doing. The outcomes were expected. I felt hidden. It was great. My discomfort zone was a classroom, a classroom that was doing something completely different. The outcomes were unexpected. Tell me it isn't so. 37th graders in a classroom, unexpected outcomes all the way. And I felt exposed. But you know what? My my principal came to the back where I was Miss Maples, Miss Maples, yes, sir. He said, I have um a homeroom class that needs a permanent teacher for the spring semester. And you don't have to be certified. I just need a warm body in the classroom. But I'm going to tell you something. I don't want just to hire a substitute. I don't want just any warm body in the classroom. You're made for this. I see in you unlimited potential when it comes to teaching. And I want you to take that that class for me. You would still be the counselor's assistant, you'd still be back here most of the day, but two days a week. You would take a seventh grade homeroom class that meets in the library. 30 kids. I was like, oh, the discomfort zone. I said, what am I going to do? What, what am I What am I going to do? And he said, plan a lesson, two lessons a week to teach them character traits. You just teach character traits. That's all. But you're made for this. So you're the one I'm asking. Okay. Yeah. Doing something i never done before. Trying to plan a little lesson. I had a degree in journalism. I was, I was shredding papers because I was one day I was going to write for a newspaper, okay? That was the plan. I didn't have any intention of going into the classroom. And then suddenly he's, this principal asked me to do it. I'm planning a lesson. Totally unexpected outcomes. Felt totally exposed. But as is expected of the discomfort zone, massive growth happened there. Massive growth. And I was scared to death. I wanted to be in the office with my shredder. And he has me in front of these 37th graders. Okay, so the terror zone at that point for me, I'll just go and say the terror point for, for me would have been like being on a stage. It was enough discomfort to be in a classroom or the library functioning as a classroom the terror zone would have been to take a stage. There would have been very little growth, unlikely success and, you know, doing something dangerous. I could have really thrown up. That would have been doing something dangerous. So that would have been too far for him to ask me if he had said, would you get on the stage and lead the uh, teacher's, professional development. I would have been like, no, that would, I would have thrown up. It would have been the the danger zone. So the thing about the massive growth that happened in the discomfort zone is once you are that, once you become that growth, the discomfort zone becomes the comfort zone. The discomfort zone becomes the comfort zone. And the whole target goes and it it radiates inward and suddenly the terror zone or the, the danger zone, like being on stage is my new discomfort zone and my new comfort zone is the classroom and the back of the office isn't even on the radar anymore. Zipping papers in the back of the office and being being hidden isn't even on the radar anymore because there's a brand new danger zone. The, the danger zone has moved into the discomfort zone and the discomfort zone has become the new comfort zone. So that summer I was emergency certified in the state of Texas to be a teacher. And my new comfort zone was a classroom. So in the classroom, suddenly I'm doing things I've always done. I quickly became acclimated to teaching. I was teaching high school sophomores. I had people praying for me. And I was loving it. I was doing things that I had always done. I was hidden back in that classroom. the, The outcomes were expected. I knew what kind of jokes we shared. I knew what I could, how to manage the behavior in the classroom. And there was very, very little growth happening after a while. There was no growth happening after a while. So then I had, you know what the Lord does? The Lord is like, this is what I designed you for to keep moving to the discomfort zone. So my new discomfort zone, by my fourth year in teaching, I won Texas teacher of the year. And they said to, to accept this award, you have to come to Austin and give a speech. I was like, and I don't want the award. (laughs) You can keep it because I don't want to get on a stage. And they were like, no, you're getting on a stage. There's 300 people in the room and And you have to do it. (sighs) Okay. So that's my new discomfort zone. Suddenly I'm standing on stage in a purple velvet jacket that I bought for myself and fancy hair that I didn't even look like myself. I regret that. We all do our hair in fancy new ways. When we think we're at a special event, then we don't look like yourself in the pictures. You know, it's true. And then It was doing something different, standing up and giving a speech. It was doing something different. I felt exposed. 300 people, like from the Texas Education Agency and and organizations all over the state. Excuse me, what did I have any business standing up in front of them and giving a speech for? There were unexpected outcomes, unexpected outcomes. I mean, this is my first speech. Are they going to clap or are they going to boo? I don't even know. And massive growth happens in the discomfort zone for me massive growth happens and so that whole year they're asked it's like you have to be on stage for a year period that's your service to the state of texas and by the way this is, i like to throw this in they're like that's this is your service to the state of texas so you can't get paid for it you have to say yes every time and you can't get paid so you have to leave your home whether it's on the weekend whether it's in the middle of the week we don't know But you have to say yes if you're asked and you can't get paid. So, massive discomfort for me. When I'm like, I'm not even getting like a compensation at all to travel and do this, and I have to be on stage. This is total discomfort, but it was massive growth. God was teaching me how to serve without expecting anything in return. He was teaching me how to get up in front of hundreds of people and not be worried about it at all. Now, the terror zone. The terror zone for me was more than 2,000 in a room. That's where I was like, okay, that's danger zone. I can speak to 500 people, 1,000, 2,000 in my limit. That's what I felt the whole year. I was a Texas Teacher of the Year. It's like, if you ask me to go above 2,000, it's over, baby. I mean, I might like fall off the stage. My fate is dangerous. Completely unlikely success and very little growth there because this is not feeling right. But because of the massive growth in the discomfort zone, you know what happened next? It's like suddenly the discomfort zone becomes my comfort zone. The danger zone becomes a discomfort zone and the new danger zone is a whole new place. So now guess where my comfort zone is? We're in this next stage here. My comfort zone is a stage. I'm all about it. I don't even get nervous. That first time I spoke to like 300 people in Austin, I nearly wet my pants. I'm not even kidding you. I was like really nervous that was going to happen on the stage. <laughs> like, well, maybe that's good. They won't even listen to me after that. But I mean, 2,000 people was my limit. The danger zone for me back then would have been over 2,000. Okay. So my new comfort zone is the stage. Not a problem. I don't get nervous. You would think I would, but I don't. I'm like, this is God has grown me massively. Now being on a stage is doing what I've always done. Now being on a stage is kind of like in a way, almost hidden being on a stage is expected outcomes. I know the general things that are going to make an audience respond. and. There might not be growth there in a room of 300 people. But you know what? Over 2,000 was my danger zone. And when it became my discomfort zone, I was asked by the biggest audience I've ever been asked for. Gateway Church asked me in 2018 to speak at a women's conference, their women's conference called Pink Impact. And they said there's 5,000 people on in-person, in, in in Gateway Auditorium, there's 5,000 people, plus the satellite campuses that we have, plus the online people around the world that are turning in, it's going to be 36,000 people. I was like, what? That's the discomfort zone? 36,000 people, what? And Suddenly, the idea of what my comfort zone was a stage, remember, but suddenly 36,000 people was a whole new thing. I'm like, okay, now I'm doing something different that I've never done before. I'm feeling exposed on a grand scale. I there are unexpected outcomes. I'm like, what happens when you speak in front of that many people? What happens if you mess up? But guess what? Massive growth happens for me. I'm not even sure really what the terror zone, I only wrote down three transitions for me. So I didn't even go further to see what the danger zone or the terror zone is for me at this point, but guess what? And now massive amounts of people, huge audiences are my comfort zone. I can go online like this and speak. I've done webinars for Thousands and thousands of people. It's not a problem. It's my new comfort zone. So that's the trajectory of our lives, ladies. Get used to it. Okay, you. When I say this is welcome to the trajectory of our lives, like this is going to be the constant trajectory. Your target is going to go. And look, we all have different comfort zones, discomfort zones, and danger zones. I just use speaking, and for me. But remember, I was a girl that was in the back of the Hillwood Middle School office shredding paper. So that was my comfort zone. And it's crazy to think that now the comfort zone is thousands and thousands of people, tens of thousands of people. It's crazy to think that only God can do it. And this is how he does it. Faith, faith, because in the comfort zone, you don't have to have any faith. It's all you all the time. It's in the red discomfort zone that you have to have faith. That's where you're like, okay this is faith and in the danger zone you're not operating on faith anymore it comes back to you you're not doing what god's saying you're just trudging ahead into craziness because like when i was in the back of the middle school shredding paper if if you put me on my danger zone which at that point was like a stage if you put me on that It would have been me trying to do it in my own power, and it would have failed. So you want that sweet spot where faith is required, and God is not going to push you into the danger zone. He's going to let it go little and little and little by little. He's going to invert the target over and over again until your discomfort zone becomes your comfort zone. So I want us to look real quick at Matthew 8, 18 through 22. Try to move everything so I can actually see this. This spoke to me about discomfort. When Jesus saw the crowd around him, he gave orders to cross to the other side of the lake. Then a teacher of the law came to him and said, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, This mysterious, mysterious comment foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. Another disciple said to him, first, let me go and bury my father. But Jesus told him, follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. Both of those comments are just really odd, Lord. Do you mind explaining? Well, the first one is so obviously about comfort when this man says, teacher, I will follow you wherever you go, Jesus is saying, I'm headed for the discomfort zone. Are you still sure you're going to come? Foxes have dens. They're comfortable. Birds have nests. They're comfortable. They're, They're hidden. They're ensconced. They're doing what they've always done. There are totally expected outcomes in dens and in nests, but Me, me, I have no place to lay my head. He's saying here, where I'm going, is discomfort. It'll be the place where you do things you haven't done before. It'll be the place where you're exposed. It'll be the place where the outcomes are unexpected. It will be the place where there's massive growth. It'll be the place where faith is required. There's no den. There's no nest. There's no pillow. It's uncomfortable. Do you still want to come? And Jesus is asking that of you right now. It's uncomfortable to say something like, follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. In other words, I'm going to do things that are out of the ordinary. It's the ordinary sequence of events that you bury your father. Jesus wasn't saying, Don't show respect. Jesus knew the Ten Commandments better than anybody. He knew he was to honor his his father. But he chose to honor his heavenly father above all. And he's saying, there may be some traditions. There may be some expectations that are turned over if you go where I'm going. Because I'm going to the discomfort zone. And if you follow me there, we're not headed for a den. We're not headed for a nest. We're headed for a tomb. But if you follow me, you get to be alive. You get to be alive. That's what's beyond the discomfort zone. Resurrected life. That is why we're willing to do it. Faith is required in this discomfort zone. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is the currency of the kingdom, and we are kingdom citizens. So this discomfort zone, it's on our map. It's where we're headed. And on the other side is life. It's massive growth. If you want to be alive in your purpose, go to the discomfort zone with Jesus. If you want to be alive in your purpose, go to the discomfort zone with Jesus. God gave me this verse from Matthew 8 yesterday for today's lesson. He gave me this verse this morning. I'm like, oh, Lord, this is so good. You are in this lesson for us today. There it is. Jeremiah twelve five. If you have raced with men on foot and they have worn you out, how can you compete with horses? If you stumble in safe country, how will you manage in the thickets by the Jordan? I love this verse. Let me say it again, trying to do it without crying. If you have raced with men on foot and they have worn you out, how will you compete with horses? If you stumble in a safe country, how will you manage in the thickets by the Jordan? You can see the picture of the target in your mind as you read this verse. He's saying, if you don't, if if you aren't willing to leave your comfort zone how, how am I going to do the amazing things I want to do with you in the discomfort zone? Are you subscribed to my YouTube channel yet? I love creating weekly lessons that will bring value and insight to you about your writing, publishing, and book marketing journey. When you listen to my podcast, you learn through your ears. But when you watch my YouTube channel, you learn through your eyes and ears, making double the impact in half the time. See you over on YouTube.